You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, we're back. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast for another week. Punters, dribblers, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. I can't really hear myself that well, Eddie. I don't know what it is about the recording today. I can't hear anything, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But we're back. Uh, another big week in sport, Eddie. I'd say all-round kind of disappointing week in sport. But then also there's some positivity there as well. Well, there's there's a few things to take away. To be honest, I'd say that's actually a very negative approach. I think there's been pretty, quite there's some positive shit. Pretty negative stuff. To start off with as well. Yeah. Have you had a good week? I've had a great week. Uh, you seemingly haven't. Well, look, I'm just thinking cricket. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was sort of, I know. It's hard to shake. It's hard, You know what but I mean? But also, it's also an element of what did you expect? Yeah, well, that that too. Let's we'll we'll hold off on our uh, on our you know dissection mm. of uh, of the shitstorm that was the second test in the UAE. Um, a uh, couple of things to talk about. Des Hasler, we managed to get the deal over the line at Manly. Just happy to be involved. It was a, it was quite flattering for them to even approach us about brokering the deal. But that's done and dusted. We'll touch on that. Um, Usain and the A-League, Eddie? Yeah, there's a bit there. Is there a bit there? There's I know... a little bit there. Yeah. Well, I a go... developing story. I go to you for my A-League updates. A developing story. Okay. Also, Eddie, I don't know, some of the punter dribblers who have been listening for a while may remember we touched on a little salacious swimming love triangle that was going down a couple of weeks ago between Emily Seabom, Mitch Larkin, the backstroker, who historically you don't trust backstrokers. Not historically, no. No. And then some other girl whose name has escaped me. But it's not necessarily important what her name is, just more the role she plays within the Salacious Love Triangle. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else that I was uh, meant to mention. The Crumbles as well, obviously. Sydney's favourite team. Obviously the VC. Australia's favourite team, the Violet Crumbles, the Sydney Kings. We got an update on their performances. They've actually played two games since we last spoke. Um, very exciting stuff. Very exciting Can't stuff. Can't wait to rip into it, and I think we should just rip into it. Let's just let's just bloody rip in. At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, you fucks. Pretty simple. I know there's a lot of you out there that aren't yet following, so fucking yeah, well, I mean, like, pick we, up the slack, for God's sake. We've got a shitload more listeners than followers, right? So how does that work? I don't know. Is this lazy punter dribblers who are like... Fucking lazy. It's now, not like you don't have Instagram. It's 2018. Pull yourselves together. Have a good hard look at yourself in the mirror and follow the Hello Sport podcast at Hello Sport Podcast. On Instagram. It's your fucking task for the week, your homework. That's it. Done. Now, if you don't have Instagram, obviously, then go to your app store. Play just, store if you're with Android. Just fix it. All right? All right, Eddie. We uh, we spoke about this last week. We said it was a lock. We confirmed it all. Des Hasler to Manly. We obviously, the um, the CEO and the owner, Lyle Gorman and, and Scott Penn, they hit us up. They were like, look, we need to get this deal over the line. Can you guys please come out and help us speak to Des? nut out a few of the finer details around, you know, the contract and, and all that. We've done that. We've managed to secure it. We're out there today. You may see the photo on our Instagram. Sorry to plug it again at Hello Sport uh, podcast. <laughs> but Des is the coach. It's done. It's done deal. We talked about it last week. Said it made sense for the club moving forward. Um, they're, in a, they're in a funny position now, though. They... As you mentioned off air, are now the first NRL club in history to have two 
head coaches. Yes, there are two head coaches. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I mean, and they're and apparently just putting their foot down, going, "Nah, you have to stay till June." Yeah, the problem with that is though, what I heard, we, they're saying this to Trent Barrett, obviously the alpha male, not an alpha male coach, is that he is contracted to be a head coach. So if they want him to stay, he's got to be a head coach. They can't go make him fucking coach the under twenties or some shit. But do you know that for a fact? No, that's just what I've heard. That's what I read. Right. But I know he was. I know for a fact he's contracted as a coach, so that would make sense if he's like, yeah, look, I'm not going to go and coach the under-20s, bro. But also, I don't think Dez would want that shit going on at the club. No, no, no. Dez would be like, said, I don't want him working there, so they're going to have to pay him they're out. They're going to have to pay him out. Fuck it. It's what you got to do. You've got Dez for three years, Eddie. I'll tell you what I also thought today, which as I watched the... As I watched on from the press conference, you know, just stage right as we watched it all sort of go down... Dez loves a rebuild. Dez built Manly from the ground up to premiership glory. He then went to the Dogs, who were in this shit house, built them up, took them to two grand finals. No, they didn't win, but there were other factors at play there. But, you know, he built them up. Now we come back to Manly. We got some fucking throbbers in the team. He just needs to get to building. It's about the, the climb for Des, I think, as much as it's about immediate success. Well, as soon as he gets to the top, he, he seems to get a little disgruntled and... and he fucking, almost wants to fuck it up. up. Exactly. So he can then climb again. He lives for a build, does Des. Yeah. Absolutely lives for a build. Yeah. Uh, and we, I mean, I'm more than happy to let him do some building. Well, we need some, some carpentry work. Yeah. yeah, we're in need of some renos. Oh, fuck yeah. The backyard limited budget, blitz. limited budget. So you fuck all to work with, mate. It's fuck, a backyard it's right. blitz. It's all right. Backyard blitz, baby. Get that cheap material. Do a hacking. Do a do a half-ass job, but hide it well. Yeah. Go down to Kmart. Few few homewares. Few little touches. We can make you this house go. I tell you what. You go to Golo. Uh, yeah, I mean, surely that's where you go and pick up your bargain well, basement you get shit. Golo, Bilo. Home brand shit. All the lows. And, you know, you're black and gold for any sort of confectionery or things of that nature. All we're saying is, Des... Home brand, Des, if you're going to make this house beautiful again, you're going to have to do it on the cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I would say that all that other stuff, it's all packaging. When you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, black and gold ice cream, vanilla, as an example, it's on par with your Peters. It's on par with your Peters. You just you're getting misled by the packaging. Black and gold Coca-Cola. Not as good as Coke? Bullshit. You know what I mean? So if you can if we can repackage the products, yes. As Des will do, because he's a he's a repackaging oh, master. Oh mate, he gets it. Then I think we're <laughs> home and hose. Trent was worried about the packaging. Whereas Des goes, give me the fucking shit packaging. I don't care. It tastes just as good. Exactly. Like fucking, you know. Old alpha male coach gone beta. Trent's looking around. Doesn't like the packaging of Manly. Doesn't like the way it's presented. The way it's been uh, displayed. No, but have you had a taste of it? You haven't tasted it, mate. Have you had a bite? If you have a bite of Manly, tastes like winning. Tastes like winning. If you have a bite, you're worried about the fucking packaging. You wouldn't even open the packet with Trent. Yeah, mate. You'd never know if you just fucking (laughs) stop for a moment to have a bite. Realise there's beaches everywhere and you've got fucking elite throbbers out the ass. The taste is divine. Yeah. Too worried about the packaging. Yeah. And that's what led to your downfall, my friend. That's you, it. I mean, you're going to have a hard time getting another coaching gig. It's going to struggle, man. You fucking shit the bed here. <laughs> you shit the bed here. 
Mate, you had a very, very, very tasty... Gee, I don't know. What would you have on your hair? Maybe an eclair or something? Some sort of, yeah, some sort of, you I'm know, thinking an eclair. Had a tasty eclair on yeah, your hair. Beautiful, tasty, black and gold eclair. And, and you've thrown it in the bin because you didn't want to unwrap the you fucking... You didn't even open it. You didn't even open it, Trent. So, shame on you, mate. But congratulations to Des. Bring him back. Tell you what, if there, if there's one head of hair that signifies success, but of the area... His hair is the most northern beaches thing I've ever seen in my life, Eddie. I would like to surf that hair, or I'd actually like to have it. You know what? Rumors, Let, rumor has it that you can surf it. That, absolutely, it's the, it's actually one of the most. When fucking, there's a bit of wind up, it's one of the most famous breaks. It's a locals only break in Manly, and when the wind's up, yeah, when the wind's up, uh, and you know where to look, you know where you know where to find him, yeah. Uh, again, locals, locals, locals only. only. So it's, you know, it's Dez's Dez's hair. If the wind's up, you can surf Dez. You can definitely surf Dez. Have done, but we're not telling you where because it's a locals only thing. Um, along with getting a Sydney Kings jersey, I would also like to get a Dez Hasler wig or get my hair like Dez. No, I think I think we should start selling Dez wigs. Dez wigs. Yeah. Because, like, that hair is fucking to die for. Oh, it's divine. It's absolutely divine. Best head of hair in NRL, in rugby league. And I'm talking rugby league here, not just your fucking coaching. No, no, I'm talking talking under fours up. (laughs) Now, Eddie, we, we speak about, obviously, God's winter game, rugby league. God's summer game. Eddie is test cricket. But what's God's spring game, you ask? Now, obviously, it's ponies. Well, ponies—that's not a game. That's a—that's a hobby. It's his—that's his—he buys ponies, right? So, like, God's obviously a horse owner. Well, of an of elite throbbers. Yes, but but what what's the the spring sport? You may ask. Well, the punter and the dribbler certainly would, and I'd say it's NBL. Yeah, it's, I'd say that it's crumbles. It's crumbles time. It's crumbles time. Uh, the violet crumbles. The VCs. The uh, the, the glamour club. club of the league. Oh, they're the absolute. They're the, of the NBL. Are they the glamour club of the Pacific of the of the Pacific? The Asia Pacific. Yeah, Asia Pacific glamour club. Southern Hemisphere glamour club. Is that a long bow? Is that a long bow? Or is that spot on? What's a more glamorous club? In the Southern Hemisphere. In the Southern Hemisphere, I couldn't think of one. Roosters, no. All Blacks, no. All Blacks? No, no, no. No. They don't add a candle to the to the VCs. Crumbles, man. Are you kidding me? Makes they sense. Are, what you'll find often is that when you have elite NBA talent in Andrew Bogut, uh, can often find it jarring with, with the NBL talent. So it just, sometimes it takes a little bit of a of meshing. Well, I've heard it, I've had it explained to me as, uh, you know when people try and explain to you aliens... And how there could be aliens in the universe, but they're we're so primitive that maybe they can't communicate with us the same way I couldn't tell an ant about my day. Yeah, I wonder whether there's a bit of that going on with Bogut coming back from the NBL to the as the NBA to the NBL. He is like an alien playing with ants. That's well, that's exactly what it is. He's he's learning a new language essentially. Yes, he's learning a new language. It's not like learning French or Spanish, but it's like. It's like learning to speak like earthworm. <laughs> Do you know? And I mean, not 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 historically a, 
a complex language, speaking ant or earthworm. No, no. it's basic as it's fuck. It's fucking basic. I mean, there's one or two sounds. Yeah. Uh, that's basically that's it. Basically but, it. But, but be that as it may, it still has to be learned. It has to it's be It's taken him a couple of games to... To learn how to play like a... Like a like a like an bug, earthworm, like a bug, 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 <laughs> bug basketball. So gone from Homo sapien basketball to bug basketball. That's it. Obviously, he's like, how do I play badly on purpose to sort of try and fit within a team dynamic? That must be a very difficult thing to do. To be like, I've actually got to play worse than I want to here. Like, pass is on, but I know that he's not ready for it. Yeah. So I'm going to throw it out of bounds. I'm just going to throw it out, or not pass it at all, or just travel. Just Travel. take a couple of steps. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. That just helps you find your groove, find your way, and then off the back of that, you, st- you can start to put some some wins together, Tom. Because you realise Team now, cohesion, it's everything in sport. We know, we, we preach this. Um, but the Violet Crumbles, Eddie, they're back. God's spring sport. Uh, when are we getting jerseys? Look, as Eddie goes and goes through and he tries to just collect some of the stats from what was, I think we can all say... An absolute fucking nightmare of a second test against Pakistan. An absolute disgrace. It was a disgrace. I mean, the writing should have been on the wall, Eddie, after we... And look, we didn't, but the nation celebrated a draw in the first test, which didn't sit well with me, mate. Like, I was like, well, we drew the test. So yeah, the- I look, I, I understand that, obviously, you know, when you're used to celebrating wins, celebrating draws is a bit... yeah. But I think it was... In fairness to the Australians, the manner in which the draw was ground out. Yes. You know, because historically, if we're under the pump like that, we'll roll over and just capitulate and just fucking, you know... Shit the bet. Let let the other team have their way with us, yes, so to speak. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we've been, we've been had our way with a couple of times. Well, the second test. Uh, exactly. That's your classic... Have your way with Cut me. Cut and dry, uh, we've been, we've been had. We've been had. You know, we've yeah. been rolled over and, and penetrated. Yes. Consensually, consensually. Well, <laughs> you know, I think you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what we're saying. You know what we're saying. Sodomized, Sodomized. consensually, yeah. but we didn't like it. Like jailhouse shit. Well, I don't know, because I feel like Jailhouse sometimes might be a little bit under duress. Well, when you drop the soap on purpose sort of Well, stuff, that's true. And there's a big... And there's I a feel big... like we've been in prison for a long time. We <laughs> yeah. haven't seen any uh, of the... Uh, we haven't seen any women for a long time. We haven't seen... And now we're in prison, and we're kind of looking for that sort of action. As much as we don't want it, we're our own worst enemy. We got ourselves into prison. Now we're getting ourselves so much. <laughs> If you get what we're saying, yeah. bonus dribblers. <laughs> so we look. We we had a we had a gutsy a gutsy consensual sort a, cons- of a consensual well a gutsy consensual draw. Yeah. First test. I still wasn't happy to celebrate it though. And then the second test was an absolute consensual sodomizing. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was disappointing from every angle you look at. We've got we've got Mitch Stark injured again. Yep. Which into a into a piping hot Australian summer, which by all reports is going to be a scorcher of a summer, just just uh, weather wise, temperature wise, Eddie, it's going to be hot as shit. We need Mitch to be up and running, so hopefully this injury isn't fucking like stress fractures in your back or something ridiculous like bowlers get, and then they're out for fucking years. A la Pat Cummins. Then you've got Uzi; he's out for six weeks with a knee injury. 
at where least does six that weeks. put us? Does that put us into first test? Like first when test? is the first test? I don't even know. So the first test is on the sixth of December. So you'll only just be back. And Maybe not many, and he'll bloody, be underdone. Of course, fuck, he'll be underdone because there's not much you can do with a bad knee. You can't exactly be in the nets. No, you can't just be in the nets. It's uh, there's not much you can really do. There's nothing you can do except sitting around and you know waiting to get better. Basically, visualize, visualize. You can do all the visualizing stuff. I mean, but I mean that's not gonna that's not gonna bloody recreate. You know, you don't want to put a whole lot of pressure on the knee though. So you can't get. You can't go forward. You can't go back. No, you've almost got to stand in a sit in a chair and just and just maybe just knock the bloody face balls, face balls, or just you know someone give you a throw put a down ball on a string and, and just, just you know yeah yeah that's backyard basic. backyard stuff backyard cricket sort of stuff. Um, and then Mitchell Stark, yeah, who the fuck knows? So that's that's obviously problematic because Uzi's our clearly our best batsman that isn't suspended. Mm. Um. But I think I think obviously the biggest issue is obviously the biggest issue is we don't have any batsmen. Tom. No, but now we don't have a three, we don't have a four, we don't have a five. I mean, do we, we have? A, do we even have a six? We don't have a six. I mean, I don't even know if we've. I mean, Finch probably Finch probably stays maybe. Oh yeah, Finch stays. I, I think, think Finch stays. I think head head's done enough to stay. Yeah. Okay. But, but only because what else have we got? We've got nothing else now. Where where are you? Just got to ask yourself. How has this happened? Well, can I ask you this? How has this happened? What's the where are we at with the swamps now? Because I know that they had a great they play well in Australia sometimes. Well, not always. No, they had a not they had a good Ashes series. That was it. They're consistently inconsistent. We've we've co- we've covered that. Mate, you've almost got to, I reckon, you've almost got to go, look, between the shield cricket that you play between now and the fucking and the test, whoever scores the most runs. Just go runs. Just go fuck it. What else can you do? Yeah. Seriously. Who's in best form? Who's in best form? I mean, the test, they, they go and play this fucking stupid one day, uh, five matches, I think it is, against the Pakistan and maybe a couple of others now. Again, do your own research. But yeah. I know they've got like a very lengthy one day, um, you know, tour that's about to start. And then that means they basically don't play any, if any, Shield cricket, the people involved in that, before you get back for Red Ball stuff starting December 6th. Which which begs the question, what the fuck are you preferencing here? Because no one gives a shit about one day cricket outside of a World Cup. Yeah, Tom, we've talked about that. We've talked a great length about that. Now, that I find that perplexing when surely... We should be focusing on a four-test series against India, who is a rival, an arch-rival, and a, and a pretty red-hot at the moment, into the Ashes, which is, you know, the Mecca next year. So we need some red ball work under the belt, Tom. Especially after sandpaper games. And if you say, oh, yeah, but, you know, we need to we need to look after the one-day format of well, as well, I'd say, okay, sure, if that's what we need to do. Then why the fuck didn't we go to Pakistan a month earlier? I'll give you the hot tip. That South African tour was six months ago. Now, we could have gone six weeks early. We could have got this shit out of the way. And we could have come back and played a full warm-up block of Sheffield Shield fixtures. And then we go into the Indian test going, okay, you've scored enough. You've scored enough. You've scored enough. You're a beater. Fuck off. (laughs) And then we go in with some blokes that have scored runs. And if they can't get the job done after two tests, you fuck them off. It's not that hard. You can tell, I reckon, after a couple of tests, if someone is just not cut out for it (laughs) or if they're all right, you know. 
Nick Maddinson comes to mind. Nick Maddinson comes to mind. Rob Quine is of the world. world. Do you know what I mean? We know them. They weren't cut from the green. There's no way. Rob gave his fucking... He gave his baggy back. Rob, Rob's open about it. No, Rob's open about it. Rob's spoken very openly about not being cut out. Rob just says, look, I was was a fill-in for Hughes who needed to find a bit of form. That's it. Uh, rest in peace, Phil Hughes. Obviously that. Obviously. But Rob gave his baggy green Rob back. Gave, no, of course Rob he did. Knows. No, Rob donated it to the museum of, of, of uh, would-be of, test, uh, test failures. So where does that get us, Tom? I think it gets us to, again, and I feel like we say this every fucking year because we're prone to a collapse. We collapse a couple of times a year historically. Then we might have a good test, uh, home test series here in this great nation. Yes. And then all sort of forgotten for a little while. Do you well, know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, we've also got to remember that Smudge and Warner over the last five years, I believe, Eddie, and again, do your own research, uh, have scored f- like 54% of Australia's runs. Yeah, and, 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 and Smudge Smith is the one that gets us out of the collapses because he just bats. Well, yeah. And bats and bats. Warner gets his 100 and then retires. And, and then, then gets out like 101. Yeah. Uh, whereas but Smudge will go on for the 200. Smudge will go on for the 200 or just get like a 300 ball 150 yeah. for his nation. But what it is, is it's. He's, Smudge is really band-aided. He's been a band-aid to the issue. A oh, band-aiding of a bullet wound, you would say. Yeah, I mean, but like he's 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 a big fucking bandage. You know what I well, mean? Well, you're right. He's maybe a, he's a big fucking bandage. Well, then and maybe maybe that draw was a band-aid for a bullet wound. Usman's ton was a band-aid. For yeah, a that was. Wound. But I'm saying we've been prone to a lot of collapses historically, but Smudge has sort of helped grind us out of them. Yes. With Smudge now gone, we've been exposed well and truly. Usman the band-aid, but really we're. We're missing limbs here, punters. Oh, absolutely. We're missing, we're missing limbs, and make no mistake about it. Uh, they're not easy to grow back limbs. No, unless, you, unless you're you, a reptile. You the, I believe the, reptiles maybe. Sure. Crocs, your lizards. They grow back tails and shit. Sure, we're not going to get into you know biology and uh, well, the, anatomy. And the, well, the biology of reptilian anatomy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and if you can fucking tell me that you get as much as experience or getting your iron as you need by just facing balls in the nets, I'd say, well, you're a moron. Well, of course you're a moron, Eddie. Of course, you, no one can recreate the harsh realities of... Ask Sean Marsh. Probably saw him pretty well in the fucking nets. Ask Rob Quiney. Great in the nets. Historically, one of the great net batsmen. That's right. Um, I think they released some some rankings every year. Great, great net, net batsman. 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 Yes. Uh, Rob was always at the top Rob of Rob was always right up there. And I think so at one was... point, he was three or four years on the trot, greatest batter in the net. Look, rolling out the red carpet. I think if you're you saying you take it and you run, you head for the hills. Oh, absolutely. Or you don't well, no, head for no, the you hills. No, you don't head for the hills. No, no, no. I you, think what you do is you take avoid it. Avoid the hills. Avoid, avoid the hills. hills. Avoid hills. Stay on the water. Avoid hills. Stay on the water. Stay on the water. So congrats to you saying... In a houseboat. Um, mate, I'm, I'm pretty keen to see him get out there. I don't know why he didn't start on Friday. I think it's shocking, to be, to be honest. Well, that's why they drew, Eddie. Yeah, you've got to think if Usain was out there, you know, heading things up up front, they would have gone up. Congratulations to the A League. Congratulations to the A League. You've got the marquee player that we told you to go out and We've sign. been calling for marquee We've been calling players. for a marquee player. Uh, look, did I think it was going to be Usain Bolt? Never in a million years. No, I wouldn't have bet did any money on that. Did I think you were going to empty the war chest for him? Never in a million years. But now that you've got your man... 150k. All you need to do is teach him how to kick a ball. Uh, just to finish up this week, Tom. Yeah. Uh, went down to Toothy Tens on the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. Phenomenal event. Fabulously run at, at East Willara. Yeah. Um, mate, had a ball. It was feel a... Like, uh, feel like they deserve a VB. Fuck yeah, Tooth is 10s. Nick Tooth, uh, he was a lovely man. He uh, passed away 
uh, playing rugby. So now it's in support of... It's in support of Nick Tooth. And brain-related sports injuries. injuries. So VB to the, to, to the Toothy Tans, fantastic. Uh, obviously, uh, also a, a VB, a schooner specifically to Tom Manning. Uh, he bought me one on the weekend and I said I'd give him one back. Tom, so, Tom. So Tom Manning. I know Tom Manning. Yeah. So schooner to you, mate. What's up, Tom Manning? How are you? Tom, Tom says hello. Uh, so thanks for that. That's nice. Yeah. Well, he just came up and got you a schooner. Yeah, we had a well. I, he got me a schooner, so I'm I'm giving him one back. But was he a friend of the show? Is he a oh, fan yeah, of the show? Oh yeah, he's a friend of the show. Oh, so he's a punter dribbler. Yeah, yeah. Oh good. I thought you were just giving a beer to some random no, punter no, no, who no, just no, bought no. you a beer. Dribbler. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, otherwise, uh, thus thus the beer on 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 the podcast. Yes, of course. Because like, otherwise, like I, you know, you got to give people. Otherwise, beers. it doesn't make sense. No, though. it'd be just completely weird. No, it'd be completely, completely, completely strange. bizarre. Um. Well, absolutely. Here you go, big fat VB to you as well, Tom Manning. How are you? Uh, and also, before we go, Eddie, we've spoken about this uh, in the past. It is uh, the sex scandal that was gripping Australian swimming. Backstroke of Mitch Larkin and girlfriend Emily Seabom, darlings of the pool, Eddie, and a darling couple out of the pool. Uh, they broke up. Upon breaking up, Emily Seabom went uh, on a little bit of a media rampage. Shitting all over old Mitchie boy. Rumor had it, Eddie. Mitchie boy was doing the dirty, right? So he's he's she's seen some messages on his phone that Mitchie boy has been rooting another bird in the swim team, whose name is Abby Harkin, Larkin and Harkin. I don't know Abby at all. Mitch has come out and fucking denied the whole dog and pony show. He's like, mate, didn't happen. So we've been here going, don't trust a backstroker, Emily. Like, you should have known better. But, mate, he didn't even do it. But also, okay. when you don't trust backstrokers, which you don't historically, uh, this is your case, classic case of... Have I been hoodwinked by a backstroker? <laughs> You've been hoodwinked by a backstroker. Jesus Christ. And you know better because, you, you I mean... You, I wrote the book on not believing backstrokers. You wrote the book on it, and also we're getting shirts made. Don't trust, trust a, a backstroker. backstroker. And for some reason, you bought this bullshit yarn that he spun on a whim, mind you, that you've read in the paper, and you've rolled over in it, what, fucking couple of seconds? Literally in one day. Shame like, on you, Tom. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah, that's embarrassing. We stand by our opinion. Never struck, trust, rather, a backstroker, punters dribble. Well, it's not a real stroke, Eddie. Never trust a backstroker. I wouldn't trust a man who sprinted backwards either. Neither. Why would you? It makes how could, no sense. How could you? How could you? So, just live by our words. Yeah. Apologies, punish dribblers. I've let you all down there. You're a disgrace. That was shocking. Um, oh, have we got anything else, Eddie? Anything else that's uh, on your lips? No, I think that's it, Tom. I think that might be it for this week. Um... I've had a fabulous time. It's been great. What was the Instagram handle again? I don't know if we've mentioned it enough on this podcast. Oh, the Instagram handle. No, we haven't We haven't mentioned it enough this time. No. At Hello Sport Podcast. Uh, probably the first time I've mentioned it today. Today. What I will also say is last week was the first week we moved over to Wooshka. Huge response from the punter dribbler. They've come over in their thousands, Eddie. They've come over and joined us at Wooshka. 
But you can get it on any fuck. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify now. If you want to just subscribe on Spotify, the podcast comes up there. Apple Podcasts, all of that shit. But not on Acast. So if you're still on Acast, you can't hear us. You're an idiot. You've been warned. You've been warned. I think that's us. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?